And as the economy slowly begins to reopen in this province, uh, one thing that might not be reopening is your office. Many offices are expected, of course, or many workplaces are expected to continue to work from home, but not being face-to-face actually has some drawbacks. And joining us now for more on this is Jessica Mathot, a professor of human resources at Rutgers University. She joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the time. I was really struck by the title of your latest abstract, which basically is the uplifting effects of small talk at work. Just what are the benefits of water cooler talk? What are we missing out on these days? Sure. Well, um, you know, we launched this study and uh, by publishing it, we realized just what a polarizing topic small talk actually is. Um, And our results really kind of mirror how stigmatized small talk actually is. Some people love it. Some people hate it. And we did find that it has a lot of really beneficial, uplifting effects. But we also found that there were some downsides as well. Um, So we kind of highlight the social paradox around small talk. Um, By small talk, uh, just to clarify, we mean things like greetings, farewells, chit-chats in common areas, socializing before a meeting, um, not necessarily gossip, which is more idiosyncratic. Syncratic, uh, potentially about a specific person or an event. So small talk being just lighthearted, scripted, polite conversations. Uh, and these conversations are really intended to acknowledge the presence of others. So the goal of our study was to explore the daily effects of having small talk on employees' well-being and pro-social behavior, so the extent to which they go out of their way to help other people. And we really found that it was quite beneficial to be able to have daily face-to-face small talk at the office. Um, It elevated positive emotions and a sense of friendly feelings. It was energizing, and we found that that boosted their well-being at the end of the workday. And does it bring us closer to our teammates, to our coworkers, and do we work more collaboratively because of it? I mean, if I've got a chance to sit around and talk to somebody and hear about, I don't know, their kid's birthday or something significant that's gone on in their life, I mean, naturally, I'm just going to be drawn a little closer to them. That's absolutely right. And small talk really is uh, intended as a transition form of communication. So it's really rare that we would go into a meeting and just launch right into shop talk without kind of greasing the wheels with small talk, right? We all kind of chit chat before a meeting and even stay afterwards. And this gives us an opportunity to get to know our coworkers more, to build a sense of trust. Um, It also allows for these spontaneous interactions really help evolve into uh, more innovative ideas, more creativity, more buy-in for people's ideas. Uh, So it does really help with collaboration as well. You're absolutely right. It's very rare you just go into a meeting and start the meeting. I can, I'm just thinking back now, like six, eight months ago, you'd be having some sort of small talk with coworkers and go, oh, it's time for the meeting. Come on, let's go to the meeting room. And that is not happening when it comes to, you know, Microsoft Teams and Zoom and FaceTime. It seems as if everybody just logs on and the meeting gets underway. That's right. And, you know, I think because a lot of these uh, and these interactions have shifted Uh, to a virtual setting, we're trying to be as efficient as possible. You know, we allot 20 or 30 minutes to these meetings, and we just want to get right down to business. But that really is compromising what small talk is intended to do. You know, make a connection, even if it's really brief, to create a high-quality connection uh, to start that meeting and to just set the stage for what uh, the tone for that meeting is going to be. So is it a case of just having a bit of a paradigm shift when it comes to water cooler or small talk, valuing it, knowing its value and making some time for it? 
or is it uh, yeah, just that, something know, that possibly can't be done in a virtual uh, setting? That's right. You know, uh, we are thinking a lot more now about how we can implement this in virtual settings and what recommendations we can make to managers, just given how valuable this idea of small talk is, but how compromised it is through uh, virtual distance. Um, and we do think that there are ways to kind of prioritize casual conversations. Uh, you know, if you're keeping your meeting small, which a lot of people are now, just dedicating a brief amount of time, five minutes beforehand, um, just to ask everyone how they're doing. Um, you know, introduce themselves. There are also, we're seeing companies uh, strategically design interactions like these. Um, so pairing them up with a random call, uh, colleague in like a, an office video chat roulette where they just randomly get assigned to have a 20 to 30 minute chat with someone and they're not allowed to talk about work. And the idea here is just, you know, giving people an opportunity to have a sense of connection uh, without embedding it in shop talk, without embedding it in work conversations. And part of this is because this, you know, small talk is a social ritual. It's normative at work. It's really kind of expected that if you run into someone in the hallway, you're going to greet them or wave or say hi, not stay for a long, intimate conversation, but just acknowledge that they're there. And a lot of people have built that into a ritual in their days. You know, they show up at the office and they see the security guard or, you know, another coworker and they greet them and say hi, or they have, you know, a little bit of a chat at the end of the day before they leave. And these social rituals have, uh, you know, we've really lost them as we're working from home. Sure, sure. So if we lose these social rituals, if the work at home trend remains, what impact do you think could that have on workers long term? So one of the things that we're reading a lot about now is that workplace loneliness is becoming an epidemic. So people are feeling very isolated and the sense of connection that we get through a Zoom call, through a virtual meeting, doesn't even come close to comparing to face-to-face -face communication. Um, you know, we kind of all mess around on the side and, you know, are, are paying attention to other things or turn our video cameras off and go on mute. It's not as engaging. And so with, you know, that the compromise uh, that we're seeing here in trying to communicate with people virtually, um, it really is creating a greater sense of isolation. And so we're, you know, becoming even more fearful that it's going to create, it's going to exacerbate uh, this sense of workplace loneliness, where we're not getting this ability to become socialized and embedded uh, in the workplace and with the uh, organization's culture, something that we really left behind when we started to work from home. All right. Small talk has got big value. Dr. Mathot, thank you so much uh, for spending some time and engaging in a little small talk with us this afternoon. <laughs> Thanks so much. I appreciate it. There goes Jessica Mathot. She is a professor of human resource management at Rutgers University.